Welcome to Tribal Trails. On today's program, the interviews will be done by Josh Duick. He's been the Dean of Men at Steinbeck Bible College and came for a visit with some students. Joshua talked about his own life on some of our previous programs. If you would be interested in listening to his story, go on tribaltrails.org and search for Joshua Duick. Our guests today, Charlene, Tanika, and Jacob, are all from the Thompson area in Manitoba. They share a bit about their journey with Jesus Christ. Hi, my name is Josh, and I'm really pleased to uh, be chatting with my friend Charlene. So maybe you can start off by uh, sharing a little bit about yourself. My name is Charlene Fenner, and I grew up in Thompson. I've been to Midway Baba Camp several years. I think it's really helped with my foundation in learning the Bible and learning more about Jesus and God. Yeah. I was a camper for a number of years, yeah. and then I became a staff member when I was 12 years old. Okay. I begged the camp director that I could work there, and I'm really glad I did because I got to meet some pretty cool people right. who follow God. Okay. What was really good about Bible camp that, that had you going back? I think it was really the community. Um, they really represented God well and just... They showed that light and you wanted to go towards it and just such strong community. I feel like it was very welcoming to all people. Okay. And so. And did you continue that on? Did you go back to work for more summers? or? Yeah, I did. Um, I've been working since I was 12 to, I guess, last year, 21. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, and we're going back this year, so it's going to be good. Okay. What kind of role are you having this year? At camp. Uh, this year I'm going to be working with the youth, um, kind of like teaching them who God is yeah. and while we're serving Him and just showing them how to be a role model, model to other campers and just really directing them to that. Okay. Can you tell us a little bit about when did you decide to follow Jesus? I think it started when I was young, probably like early teens. I always grew up hearing about like God and church, but I didn't really take it seriously. Um, but I had an opportunity to go to a program called SALT, which is serving in leadership training. And I think that really helped with grounding my foundation in the beginning. I got to meet some really loving people and community was just such a blessing. It really drew me near to them and see how loving people can be in this world. Mm. I think, yeah, that's how it kind of started. Okay. And so that's also how um, it encouraged me to go to camp even more okay. and just serve. And this, this salt, is this, was this, is this connected to camp? It's in the, within the same ministry. Okay. It is connected to Midway Bible Camp. Oh, okay. And I wonder if you think about if you think about people in your life. Did were there people in your life that who maybe invested uh, into you or discipled you or mentored you? My good friend Kyla, she really discipled me and mentored me throughout my teenage years, and yeah, I've come to know her as like 
probably like an older sister. Okay. And so she taught me like how to rely on Jesus and like really truly um, just trust in Him in all things. Mm -hmm. What other things are you doing to, uh, you know, grow in your knowledge and grow in your, your commitment to, to Jesus? Currently, I decided to trust in God to go to Steinbeck Bible College. And okay. it was kind of like really risky because I was applying for sponsorship. Yeah. And just I didn't know if I would be able to come back for my second year because I didn't really do good that okay. first year. And so I was praying to God and I was like, Lord, if you want me to come here, you will provide a way. Yeah. And I just kept trusting and trusting and trusting. And at the last minute, I got my answer and I was able to go. And I was like, whoa, it's crazy. And then, yeah, I've been having a really good semester. Okay. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, submit to Him and He will make your path straight. Is there some, a couple of key things that you could share about ways that you've grown? Maybe grown closer to Jesus or grown uh, in your love for Him or um, of what He's done for you? Is there some things that you've learned there? Well, recently we went, we went on an, a missions trip and that really opened my eyes to how much I really need God in my life. Okay. There were so many like convictions and just things in my life that were distracting me yeah. in the world and keeping me away from Him. And I realized in like suffering and how tired I was on that trip, how much I needed to rely on his energy and strength right. to fight against evil. Right. Yeah. Where did you go and or what can you tell us about that trip at all or? Well, I went to Nelson House, which oh, okay. is like it's pretty close to where I live in Thompson. Yeah. And so I thought I was like, Yeah, this is gonna be so easy. Yeah. And I was like, I got crashed with so much <laughs> challenges and yeah. So when we were on the trip, we connected with a lot of people within the community and connected with the youth mm -hmm. and just saw where they were at in their walk with God. Mm. And yeah, um, probably one of the highlights were when we had salt with that community and some of the youth that have come to camp the last summer were there and it was just really encouraging to like fellowship and sing together. Okay. When you when you see young people and especially when you see our young people, what uh, sometimes it can it can look really hopeless. Like lots of people who um, are lost or, or just struggling with life and and addiction and pain and trauma and what what kind of hope does Jesus offer or what kind of hope have you found through through also maybe some of those things definitely love is a big theme of mine um, I see I saw all the brokenness within that community and it just it made me want to pour out the same love God has given me to them mm. show them that they are loved and that there is hope in the world be imitators of God, therefore, as dearly loved children and live a life of love, just as Christ loved us and gave himself up for us as a fragrant offering and sacrifice to God. 
So when you think about when you think about life and you think about the future, think about the experiences that you've had and the journey that God has brought you on. What what excites you about about the future? Recently, I got an opportunity to work in the north of Manitoba, of um, serving the community and just the people within it. And I think it's going to be great. I'm really excited for that. To go to the different communities and connect with the youth. <clears throat> I, I wonder, Charlene, if if there's a, a passage or a, a story that that you maybe cling to or that has been powerful for you from the from the Bible, something that gives you hope or something that you've gone to in, in hard times. I feel like James four eight, draw near to God and He will draw near to you. I feel like that's something on my heart lately because. It's kind of like a battle sometimes, like you hide away when you do something you shouldn't and you just feel that shame, but you know God loves you and He wants you to draw near to Him in all things. Yeah. Um, If you had advice or you could give some words of encouragement and you think back to your past, you think back to that young Charlene or all the other young Charlenes that are out there, what words would you have for them? Thinking back to my younger self, I feel like I was, I was shy and scared of people. Hmm. I, would, I would encourage her to trust her community of people hmm. and really lean on them. And you, just like how we need to lean on Jesus hmm. because they'll be there for you and encourage you. I'm really looking forward to hearing part of your story and your journey and how God has been active in your life and how, where you sense he might be taking you. Maybe you can start by telling a little bit about yourself. Oh, my name is Tanika Spence. I was born and raised in the Satoyasi Cree Nation, which is a small community in Nelson House up north of Manitoba. What was life like growing up in uh, Nelson House? A lot of family. That's like a big focus for me is like, Having um, relations everywhere you go, whether it's a cousin or a grandpa or a granny or just like your neighbor who's probably your third cousin in some way. Okay. Who are some of the people that have been real positive influences on you or with you, not on you? Um, Well, first I started with my friends who kind of dragged me to this program called SALT, which means serving in leadership training. Yeah. And uh, I was 12 at the time, so I had a lot of youth leaders who have come and go and have all made a big impact in my faith journey. Okay. And these were, these were people that discipled you and, and taught you? or They're big mentors in my mentors. life, especially um, during Midway Bible Camp, which encouraged me when I was 13. 
okay. to go and start working there. Yeah. And I've been working there for roughly seven years now, every summer. Oh, wow. Yeah, and um, it's been really good. They've been taking me under their wing and just showing me how to be this light and how God can use me to connect with kids that are younger than me. Okay. A really amazing thing to see like this tiny discipleship growing in my even tinier community. Yeah. Okay. What are some reason that some reasons that you have uh, stayed committed to to Midway and to keep going back? Um I guess again it has to be my mentors. They okay. kind of helped me with my upbringing during um my teenage years. Yeah. And I just see this wonderful light that Jesus is shining in them and in my community, which kind of has a really dark past. Okay. Um, just be this great light of God's love and compassion. So I see that when I went to, when I go to Midway. Yeah. And I just want to be that as well to kids who are younger than me and just want to continue doing that. Right. Okay. Jesus said, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. If you think about your life, what are some other influences uh, in your life? Well, I finally decided to go back to uh, Steinbeck Bible College for my second year in the pre-university program. Okay. I went during 2020, my yeah. first year, and it was not a good <laughs> year for me, especially with COVID and oh, yeah. living in a reserve my whole life and going down all the way south to this big culture shock for yeah. me all year long. And just to see this big difference, so it impacted me in a negative way. Hmm. Uh, but... Um, at the same time, the, God was working and growing me in there as well. Um, and just when I left and took a year break, people at that college, this like wonderful community of like other believers who are going through like different pasts and mm-hmm. um, just like different backgrounds as well. Like I was one of the only natives there my first year too, okay. but that didn't stop people from reaching out to me during my year break and it encouraged me to go back for my second year along with a few other students from up north. Okay. What are some what were some of the major challenges about about traveling so far into different culture to I was one of the few, few, few native students yeah. and even one of the fewer to like live my whole life in a reserve. Right. And to um, see that different setbacks that it brought Hmm. and just my year round like seen as like my education level was obviously lower the Hmm. most and um to see that this even brighter community happened here and about connections that Mm -hmm. i learned to isolate myself from that so people didn't really care that i was native so not in a bad way but like it was good that i was seen as an individual Mm -hmm. and just a Another person in Christ. Yeah. Uh, You also met, I think you mentioned that you went with some other people from the North on your second year. Mm -hmm. And has that been a, has that been a positive change going with other people or? It's been completely positive um, to not have that uh, isolation again, because 
I have people who finally understand where, what I'm feeling at the moment because being at a different, a whole different culture, a whole yeah. different way of living and stuff, and to not have anybody understand that was really hard. So um, to have people with me there, like I said, relations is like a big thing for me. Yeah. And where a community is also like a, another thing. So to have like the small community of people from up north coming with me yeah. and just following Christ and um, building our foundations together. Yeah. Tanika, I wonder if you could think about your journey and in, maybe in the last stretch what are some of the lessons that you've learned about, about yourself, about who Jesus is, and about what, you know, what, what he's done, done for you? I think for me, I learned that I get too comfortable not trying to seek help or mm. other people or God or just anything for like mental health or anything. Mm -hmm. So um, I think God has been teaching me that you know, I was never alone because I always isolate myself. Yeah. And um, that God's just so much greater than anything I've been feeling these past years. Yeah. And he's bigger than to my understanding. And I just have to trust in that. Right. And um, I struggle with a lot with anxiety. So the fear of anything and to know that God's bigger than that and more than I'll ever imagine is, has been really good for me. And other people as well. Yeah. Tanika, when you, when you consider yourself, what kind of gifts do you think God has given you? I think just to listen and observe. I think I just like to be a one-on-one -on -one with a person yeah. and make them feel comfortable no matter what situation or what story they're telling me. I want them to know that... Um, what God does for me is like sit and listen yeah. to what I have to say. So I think my gift is just to sit and listen as well. Okay. And I'll let God work for me and let them, I'll be their ears and stuff. Right. You mentioned uh, to sit with people and to be present with them. And if you think back to your life, some of those people that you mentioned, were they, is it true to say that they were present with you in, in good times and in hard times? Yes, for sure. Um, they, well, they will sit and listen and observe the room and they'll know that I'm slowly depleting myself from the yeah. crowd and from people and groups and they would come and be that one-on-one -on -one and they'll come and be that ears and, you know, it was like um, I wasn't alone and I felt God through them mm -hmm. and I want to be that for everybody else. Yeah. So Tanika, when you think about you think about your life, you think about your experiences, your gifts, your joys, the things you're good at, the things you love doing, what gets you excited? Um, so, like something I'm really excited for is um, getting the opportunity to be a part of Interact Ministry. Okay. To be a part of something like Salt as well up yeah. north. So that is something that really excites me, and to find someone in the crowd who's also, you know, drifting away and just to be that one-on-one. -on -one. I wonder if you think about, if you think about your community and you think about the young people there or that anyone in your community or anyone from our people, what's a word of encouragement or, or a, a passage or something that comes to mind that you would like to share? 
I think one that I've always used that I actually saw in the bunk bed at Midway Bible okay. Camp when I was 13. Um, it was Deuteronomy 31, verse 6. Be strong and courageous. The Lord is with you. He'll never leave you or forsake you. Yeah. And I think with my people, with um, finding the identity of being a native and being a Christian, you know, yeah. um, it was really hard. And I think that one really spoke to me in those ways. And I think that would be the same way for a lot of people up north, especially where I'm from. Excited to uh, chat with my new friend, Jacob, Jacob Fortin. Yes, sir. Jacob, can you uh, just share a little bit about where you where you live, where you're from? I'm from Thompson, Manitoba, a remote community up north from Winnipeg. Yeah, that's possibly uh, 800 kilometers north of Winnipeg. Okay. I grew up in Thompson my whole life since 2003. Yeah. Till now, I grew up attending Thompson Pentecostal Assembly. Okay. It's a church yep. in our community. I went, I went there since grade one yep. to grade seven, kind of kindergarten. I grew up attending uh, Midway Bible Camp as well. Okay, yeah, so that's pretty cool. And when you when you think about your family, Jacob, are there are there people in your family who who follow Jesus? There are. My grandfather followed Jesus. My grandmother followed Jesus, and she taught us how to follow Jesus. Yeah. And she sent us to Midway Bubble Camp, okay. where we would go since I was six. Yeah. But yeah, the age category was probably from seven to 17. Okay. And they kind of made an exception for me to go. Yeah. My grandma kind of talked them into it. When I was nine, I accepted the Lord Jesus Christ to be my Lord and Savior. Okay. And he's helped me along the way. Yeah. I, I wonder, Jacob, are there... Are there are there other people, too, who have had good influences on you? Oh, uh, yeah, like uh, Morgan Serger, uh, Cole Bergen. Okay. It really helped me build my faith and to stay connected with Midway. Okay. But I kind of disconnected myself, yeah. got off on the wrong path. Okay. And I'm kind of reconnecting myself mm -hmm. to stay on the path. Yeah. Are there, like, steps you've taken to to reconnect or to... Um, I did start reading more. I, I did start praying more. Yeah. When I was younger, I used to be scared a lot. Yeah. I was scared of the world, I guess. 
And before I would go to bed, I'd always ask my grandma to pray with me. Okay. So she kind of helped me find my calm. Yeah. So, so Jacob, when you look back over your life and the experiences that you've had and the, um, the way that, oh yeah, yeah, your life in, in Thompson, are there times when you look back where you can see that God was active in your life? I would say he was active almost every day. Uh, my grandmother would be there for us almost most half of the time. Yeah. And my mom and my dad, they were, they were kind of workaholics. Yeah. But they always made a home for us. And my grandma, she always prayed and sent us to church on Sundays. And yeah. We were baptized, me and my brothers. Is there any kind of Bible verse or story that comes to mind that, that is valuable or hopeful for you? Uh, John 3.16. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whoever believes in him shall never perish, but have eternal life. Right. And eternal life, you could be born again in a different bodily body. Hmm. What kind of message do you think would be good, or what would you say to people who find them struggling, as you mentioned, struggling between maybe these two paths? Uh, people's own self-decisions. Uh, people should think about their bodies and what they consume and put them themselves. Uh, some people are on their own paths of self-destruction, and I really hope that people reconnect with themselves and connect with God. Mm. We're all examples to teach the younger ones to what to become. Right. I'm really inspired by these three young folks who came a long way to get where they are now. They all had a few main themes in their lives. They had some good role models, they had some challenges in their lives, and they had people who showed them the love of Christ. It is a great blessing to have someone in your life who cares for you, but even if you don't have anyone right now, we can be sure that Jesus Christ cares for us. He is our ultimate role model, and Jesus invites us to come to him and submit our lives to him. He said in Matthew chapter 11, Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. So come to Jesus and give him your life, and you will experience his peace. If you have any questions, call us on our spiritual helpline. We'd love to talk to you and pray with you. For my